Section 26 of England. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April 6090, California, United States of America. The World's Story, Volume 9. England, edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 26. How the Doomsday Book was made. About 1086 by edwin lester arnold about twelve years after the battle where harold had died the norman leader had we heard taken it into his head to pull us like cattle to find the sum and total of our faes and lands our serfs and orchards and even our very selves now few of us saxons but felt this was a certain scheme to tax and oppress us even more severely than the people had been oppressed in the time of st dunstan besides this our free spirits rose in scorn of being counted and weighed and mulcted by plebeian emissaries of the usurper so we murmured aloud and long and those thanes who complained the bitterest were hanged by the derisive normans on their own kitchen beams on the very same hooks where they cured their mighty sides of pork while those who complied but falsely with the assessor's commands were robbed of wife and heritage children and lands and shackled with the brass collar of serfdom or turned out to beg their living on the wayside and sue the charity of their own dependents whether we would thus be hanged or outcast or whether we would humble us to this hateful need writing ourselves and our serfs down in the great doomsday book all had to choose for my own part after much debating and for the sake of those who looked to me i had determined to do what was required and then if it might be to bring all the saxon gentlemen together to raise these english shires upon the normans and with fire and sword revoke our abominable indenture of thraldom but alas my hasty temper and my inability to stomach in affront in any guise undid my good resolutions while this mighty book was being compiled far and wide we heard in every shire there were some men of good standing base enough to countenance it and taking the name of the king's justiciaries they got together shorn monks shaveling rascals who did the writing and computing with reeves hungry for their master's woodlands and many other lean forsworn villains this jury of miscreants went round from hall to hall from manor to manor with their scrips and pins and parchment until all the land was being gathered into the avaricious norman's tax roll they cast their greedy eyes at last on our sunny and sleeping vowood though indeed i had implored every deity old or new i could recall that they might overlook it and one day their hireling train of two-score pikemen came ambling down the glades with a fat abbot a norman rascal at their head and pulled up at our doorway hello says the monk whose house is this mine i said gruffly with a secret fancy that there would be some heads broken before the census completed and who are you the master of vowood what else nothing else well you are not over civil anyhow my saxon churl said the man of scrolls and goose quills frankly i answered sir monk the smaller civility you look for from me to-day the less likely you are to be disappointed out with that infernal catechism of yours and have done and move your black shadows from my porch at this the clerk shrugged his shoulders no doubt he did not look to be a very welcome guest and coughed and spit 
and then unfurled in our free sunshine a great roll of questions and forthwith proceeded to expound them in bastard latin smacking of mouldy cathedral cells and cloister pendentry now mark me sir rowood and afterward answer truly in everything here first i will read you the declaration of your neighbor the worthy thane swan in order that you may see how the matter should go and then afterward i will question you yourself and taking a parchment from a junior he began here is what swan told us rex tenae in dominio sohurst de firma regis edwardi foot tunc sit defendant pro septum decum hedus nihil gildervant terra e sedegame kercut in dominio sunt tuae caracut efiginte quatro por valani et decum bordiaf cum figente caruces ibi ecclesias quam willemus tenet dec rege cum dimidia hida in elemonidissa silva quadra dinta porcorum et espe e in parco regis but hardly had my friend got so far as this in displaying the domesticity of sewin the thane where there broke a loud uproar from the rear of vowood and the tripping latin came to a sudden halt as there emerged in sight a rabble of saxon peasants and norman prickers freely exchanging buffets in the midst of them was our bailiff a very stalwart fellow hauling along and beating as he came a luckless soldier in the foreign garb just then so detestable to our eyes why i said what may all this be about what has the fellow done sven that your saxon cudgel make such friends with his norman cape what why the graceless yonker not content with bursting open the, the buttery door and setting all these scullion men-at-arms drinking my lady's ale and riding among her stores must needs harry the maidens scaring them out of their wits and putting the whole place in an uproar as i am an honest man there has been more good ale spilled this half-hour more pottery broken more linen torn more roasts upset more maids set screaming then since the danes last came round this way and pillaged us from roof to cellar why you fat saxon porker cried the leader of the troops pushing to the front what are you good for but pillage drunken serf and were it not for the politic heart of yonder king i and mine would make you and yours sigh again for your danish ravishers looking back from our mastery to their red fury with sickly longing out on you unhand the youth or by st bridget there will be a fat carcass for your crows to peck at and he put his hand upon his dagger thereon i stepped between them and touching my jewelled belt said fair sir i think the youth has had no less than his deserts and as for vowood crows they like norman carrion even better than saxon flesh the soldier frowned as well he might at my retort but before we could draw as assuredly we would have done the monk pushed in between us and the eighthlings of the commission who had orders to carry out their work with peace and dispatch as long as that were possible quieted their unruly rabble and presently a muttering surly order was restored between the glowering crowds now said the scribe propitiatingly anxious to get through with his task you have heard how amiably swain answered of you i will ask a question or two in saxon since likely enough you do not know the blessed latin by the soul of hengist though i knew it before the stones of that confessor's ancient monastery were hewn from their native rock answer truly and all shall be well with you first then how much land hast thou but i could not stand it my spleen was roused against these braggart bullies 
and throwing discretion to the wind i burst out just so much as serves to keep me in mine in summer and winter and how many ploughs so many as need to till our cornlands rude boar said the monk backing off into the group of his friends and frowning from that vantage in his turn how many serfs acknowledge your surly leadership just so many i said boiling over as can work the ploughs and reap the corn and keep the land from greedy foreign clutches there put up your scroll and be gone i will not answer you i will not say how many pigeons there are in our dovecotes how many fowls roost upon their perches how many earthen pots we have or how many maids to scrub them get you back to the conqueror tell him i deride and laugh at him for the second time say i have lived a longish life and never yet saw the light when i profited by humility say i the swart stranger who stabbed his ruffian courtier and galloped away with the white maid edetha of vowood i who plucked that flower from the very saddle-bow of his favourite and thundered derisive through his first camp there on the eastern downs say even i will find a way to keep and wear her in scorn of all that he can do out with you be gone and they went for i was clearly in no mood to be dallied with while behind me the serfs and vassals were now mustering strongly in angry array armed with such weapons as they could snatch up in their haste and wanting but a word or look to fall upon the little band of assessors and slay them as they stood thus we won that hour and many a long day we had to regret the victory End of section twenty six. This recording is in the public domain.